0: Take another year off back, season black hole, sagging with my pants so calling me an asshole. Got it in my blood. I try my best to keep it down, low I don't give a fuck if I can suck it with my bass so
1: welcome to East Coast DNA, your host Darcy Walsh here again. And today I have another guest that I met down at uh Shoebox Cantina. But they're uh, calling in from New Brunswick today. So the band green eyes witch hands but we've only got the two members here but i do understand that you are the two core songwriters of the material that eventually becomes a live show as well yeah so uh william and your brothers i but i don't know your brother's name nicholas nicholas so william and nicholas welcome thank Thank you for
2: yes thank you
1: so I mentioned you guys were here in New Glasgow. So uh, you have played in Nova Scotia. I've mentioned that you're in New Brunswick right now physically today. Yeah. Um I do know from talking to you when I met you guys as a full band. Uh you also have some touch points in Ontario and Prince Edward Island. You've kind of got a good chunk of Canada under your belt as far as uh contacts and locations for different members of the band so that's that's definitely a lot of different than what we have typically on the show too a lot of Nova Scotia based bands and a lot of Prince Edward Island based bands are people from smaller communities even if it's one of our major cities they're still smaller on the global scale I guess and usually pretty uh, tight-knit community of musicians that a lot of the bands have interchangeable members as well mm-hmm. so i'm curious as far as the formation of your band where your brothers it makes sense that uh, it would have started with the two of you as the core but how long have you been active as this project of green eyes witch hands
0: uh, we started like our first like recordings in 2019 uh like right before the pandemic like Mm -hmm. we always music together but we uh like this kind of like sound like this kind of like focused thing we just sort of like discovered like how we would do that right before the pandemic yeah and there was no like intention of playing live or anything yet we're like more so at that time just like wanted to make like just always into recording and like creating kind of albums and stuff for fun. And then, uh, yeah, we just, we made the the first album, like, uh, I guess into 2020 and then put that out and we were still just a recording project, I guess. And then we only started playing live last summer once we like got a band together.
1: That's actually amazing for what I, Actually saw you perform, so uh congratulations on that
2: <laughs> thanks,
1: so, your background before you started the project, then like you were both individually musicians like did you come from a musical family?
0: Not quite uh they all love music, yeah, were, like very supportive and everything very uh always music played around the house for sure but uh nobody nobody or like played as in like off an ipod mm-hmm. but, uh, but i think that also kind of like plays like we have like a huge like respect of recorded music like at the end of the day like we like like it's like an album or, or a single like that's what we're mm-hmm. like really about and into at least the two of us and um But yeah we we kind of made our own things like individually like i did kind of like yeah i guess it's like hyper pop kind of style stuff like that kind of like 2020s kind of sound or whatever yeah yeah like
1: (laughs) it's so like in that era like you were digging like machine gun kelly and stuff like that or like post Uh, malone or like is that the
0: type of thing you're looking for Kind of like uh you know, like hundred geeks and stuff, okay, yeah, yeah. that so, that was like a huge influence at the time for sure,
1: and now, when you went into a project together, where I mean the timing of it worked out, that you had a lot of alone time to work on something like that as well, so it sounds like and I'm trying to remember which parts of this conversation we already had and which parts are part of this episode, but the sound does have like soundscapes and there's not, it's not a completely synthetic sound, but there's synth overlays in there. Like it it's, it's definitely you feel that vibe and the vocals themselves. Um, As I did mention to you when we were talking one-on-one that, I did pick up like that you have modulation or maybe it's auto tuned as modulation, but yeah, over the last couple of years, I've grown a deeper appreciation for those things being used the way I liken it is like, and it's probably to the credit of somebody I interviewed. So I apologize if somebody else is like, Hey, that's what I said, (laughs) but yeah, like using effects pedals on a guitar people are now at the point where they're using the different effects on the voice a little bit more in that style instead of just doing it as a completely we used to say overproduced for like the music snobs that were into indie music and didn't like the pop music we just referred to it as all overproduced so i mean I still probably do say that for some music. Um, I'm not as much of a rock snob as I used to be, but uh, yeah, I I definitely probably do use that term, but I've grown a deeper appreciation for the effort that it takes to do production. And the fact that you're not hiding a flaw in the music, you're just making a new sound.
0: Right. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate the open-mindedness. It's not everybody. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but I thank you. Yeah, and so kind of to that point, obviously, uh, anybody that can figure out what demographic I would fit into a lot of the guys I would have hung out with over the years going to concerts would not be super keen to go see a new band that I described in any which way, like that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, obviously, there's fans out there, and I can always find people in the crowd when I go out, but. When I did go to see you perform, that wasn't exactly what I was getting on stage. And what I was getting on stage, I wouldn't label it as better, but it was awesome. And they're both at a quality level. It's not like something was missing. Right. It was a different sound. So one, I did give you a compliment afterwards that. You don't really need any of the modulation. You have a great singing voice up there. Anyway, the songs sound great that way. But I am curious with the addition of more band members and more instruments, was the addition of having the option for more live instrumentation, did that make it easier to kind of step away from some of the effects that you were using when you're doing it at home behind the scenes?
0: yeah i mean like our process of making things is like it's with a computer like it's a it's an acoustic guitar and a computer most of the time and then it's it's still all like live instrumentation but we chop it up a lot and like mm-hmm. started do all these mm-hmm. things but we wanted to do it live for a while and like we couldn't figure out how to some of the songs we didn't even know how to play anymore yeah <laughs> so like I'm like asking Nick, it's like Nick, today you gotta relearn this
1: one, this one, this one. Like Well that that answered my question that I was gonna have, but what it was just because it's topical, I was thinking, have you tried incorporating like looping pedals and that type of thing? Cause I've seen people doing that with the vocals too, using the looping live recording it while they
2: perform and then looping it through yeah. for the song.
1: Obviously yeah. a whole different skill set if you've never done it
2: before. We, we thought originally to do that, but I, I think at least with me personally, I liked the thought of like a big band and the, mm-hmm. the music itself very well. It's just a lot of layers. It's very, uh, so that was very romantic to have a bunch bunch of people on stage yeah. and yeah. would like even more. And I think that was it.
0: Yeah, we kind of just want like a big, I don't know, there's a bunch of different kinds of like live setups that we want to try, but the dream... Like Nick said, it's like this like huge band that's just like a wall of sound of like, you know, like, like, like right now we have like, like Kato plays harp and that's like super fun because it's like just like new textures and stuff. But mm-hmm. we uh, to, to be able to like, I don't know that the songs are like kind of uh, a lot of them are very loopy, like loop based in nature. And it's just about like adding and subtracting textures. So I just think like having more and more uh, musicians would be like super sick. It would just be like fun to do it that way. And the people we play with now are awesome. Like Mm -hmm. we we play with uh, Hayden Ronalds on acoustic guitar, Drew Casabo on bass and uh, Kata Enright on harp. And it's like, A lot of the like we wouldn't be able to do these like the live shows awesome because they helped craft that like they're super Mm -hmm. intense like creating because like the the songs are just like they're almost different songs on stage and that's like fun for us because it's like these songs we made in like you know 2019 or 2020 with one guitar Mm -hmm. and a computer yeah and then to do it with like a full like almost more than a full band is like really exciting and really fun so yeah
1: and how did you go about selecting those particular people like obviously you have been playing for a little bit of time together but you do have and the reason i said that it was kind of impressive a year in is that you already have an on stage chemistry like you can tell that you guys are picking up on cues from each other. And you had a really, I want to say tight. Everyone loves to hear that they had a tight set. But yeah. you guys have kind of almost a jam band feel that's a little tighter than the loose parts of what most jam bands would have. But you still have that fluidity to it. Like I could almost see that you could all of a sudden have the song break out into a harp solo and it wouldn't impact the song. You guys would just find a way to let that happen and then work back into it. Like you do have that kind of motion and fluidity, I guess, to the music when you're on stage. So is that changing anything in the way you write? Like, are you envisioning now with future recordings that like, oh, I might want to get somebody in for a day of sessions to capture some different instrumentation to incorporate into the final mixes
0: yeah kind of like the next the project we've been working on is definitely more guitar or i don't want to say guitar but more live kind of focus or at least like mm-hmm. we were keeping that in mind a little bit like mm-hmm. like how these songs might feel live where we never we never even started to think about that before but uh with this the new stuff we're doing it's a little bit more um, it's like oh how would this translate on stage like that's definitely a part of it
1: switching a little bit from experimental to calculate it so kind of find a a balance there
0: we want to make something really like kind of punchy and like a little bit more it is it's like kind of rock like the new stuff but uh, like our take on that But um, yeah, and also it's kind of the first time that songs that we're working on we're like showing to like the other members. Like when we play them, we've like played them with them. We've played these songs with some other friends and like it gives us ideas like what we could come up with. And it like that's super valuable too. So,
1: And I kind of talked over top of giving you any room to answer but as far as picking the individual people that you had now was that a targeted thing like did you know them as musicians and you thought oh I would really like to have their sound or did you know them as people and you thought I'd really like to work with them
0: yeah so Kate uh just like real quick like I'll like bust out like the three of them yeah Kate is my girlfriend and is just like an insane musician and harp player and at first we, we had her play keyboard um, because we weren't I think we weren't as confident in our like live setup yet mm-hmm. we thought that we would be bad and then everybody would be just <laughs> listening to the harp. But then we felt a little better and we switched her over to harp. And it's I'm super excited about that. And then uh, Hayden Ronalds on acoustic guitar. He's been like one of my best friends just for a super long time always worked on music together and uh yeah super it really just had like the right style of playing guitar too like mm-hmm. really like complemented what we were doing and uh drew Casabo, i went to school with in npi at holland college and i would like play with him in uh like ensembles in school and stuff and just thought he was like a really, really smart player and like a really smart uh, arranger, which is kind of like what we needed to get Mm. these songs from computer to like the live setup. So there's a lot of things that are like, just like quick decisions that he would make when we start doing it that like really shaped it. And like, I don't know, he's got like a really, really good ear for that kind of stuff. And um so, yeah, the, the, that's why. And I think, like, as we've been playing, especially that show at the Shoebox, we felt like that was like we're just like we're v- we're very much bonding as a band. <laughs> we're we're becoming we're all close already, but as a band, and it's 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 cool. It's it's been fun.
1: Well, I said it. It definitely came across from the audience. Like you could tell that you guys were working together so yeah that's very exciting it sounds like based on the the personal roots to the connections for the band too that those are going to be people that you continue to incorporate moving forward so the a couple i guess more rapid fire questions the name itself green eyes witch hands and as a part b to that I like anyone that goes and looks and sees your logo there's like the little green face you also Mm -hmm. I noticed at the show have that as like a mask or a helmet Mm -hmm. so yeah what's what's the meaning behind the name where did it come from who's your character what's the story
2: you you can talk about the guy because you did uh the guy it started when when we were both doing like our own thing William I used to draw a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm always appointed as the one to draw things for William. So William wanted me to do some art for something he was working on. And then eventually we, he just wanted that cartoon head and we had that. And then he used it for the project. And then eventually we came back to it and William knew someone that could do 3D rendering. And then we got, had it all done up. So fun. just ended up kind of very iconic looking and that was the purpose from it from the beginning and it just it worked with everything and how it sounded and
0: yeah we wanted it to look like like it could be we just wanted it to be like a strong strong logo like outside of a band like not even necessarily a band logo but almost look like a tech logo or something Mm -hmm. like like some kind of i don't know just that kind of feel and then the name is similar where it's kind of like wanted to do something that didn't necessarily quite sound like a band. Like I liked like the idea of like, it sounding like a book, Mm -hmm. like a kind of, kind of longish, slightly convoluted kind of title. But uh, I
1: would have thought that I would have got hung up on the comma. Like as somebody that's constantly typing out stuff with band names in it, I, I would have thought that my, the logical part of my brain, would really be hung up on that because the first time I saw it I was like is that two bands and then I was like no it's one and then it, that was get. it didn't bother me again after that so
0: thank you for noticing the <laughs> comma too it's yeah. very important yeah the comma <laughs> is important to us actually
1: when it comes down to like royalties and stuff like if you guys keep going with this project like that does matter more than people realize like the syntax could make you not Fit into a report and you might not get paid so
0: yeah there's uh we remember have some... your
1: punctuation kids you gotta keep <laughs>
0: yeah so just wanted yeah just wanted to kind of read like a book title and it was just two songs that i had made prior that one was called green eyes one was called witch hands and they kind of just i don't know they kind of they were very different than what we make now but it kind of just stuck and then that was around the same time that we started making this kind of stuff and uh when it came time to think of a title for it that was just like it just felt right so
1: and you have your releases on Bandcamp?
0: Yeah, they're on all streaming uh and Bandcamp. Bandcamp has like uh those are kind of like the real versions because there's like extra songs and stuff like that on them and extended versions and all that.
1: Yeah, I did see one of them said Bandcamp exclusive right on it. And there was a couple of bonus tracks. Yeah. So if people want to check it out, obviously they can go listen on Spotify. If they want a, some deeper material, Bandcamp can deliver and they can throw you a few bucks, which is nice. That would um, be nice. <laughs> going forward... Do you have plans to record some of the new material or you looking at more tour dates in the next few months?
0: Yeah, we got, I don't know if we can, maybe, (laughs) maybe shouldn't say, I don't know if they're for sure yet, but possibly two dates in December coming up Uh, still just kind of like grabbing what we can uh, playing as much as we can when we're all in the same place. Um, The music Quite a bit of it is recorded, like the new stuff, because we're always doing it. Um, and um, we're working on some video stuff as well. Exciting, which is like pretty fun. It's fun to like dive headfirst, like into that side of it, like really trying. Because like we're not as we're not super skilled video men, <laughs> but uh, we're like really trying to do something that's like. That we that we would like like and stand mm. behind so that n- everything will probably come around May or June, probably not earlier than that. But we're working on a lot of stuff that we like. So
1: <laughs> that's really exciting. So YouTube channel is that something people should be looking for?
0: Yeah, there is a there's a YouTube channel. No videos on it yet, but there <laughs> yeah, will be. So- Keep,
1: keep an eye for content to come or subscribe now and be front of the line exactly and everyone that's watching this must already be subscribed to the YouTube channel for East Coast DNA but if you're not there's bonus live footage up there too so go click subscribe on that too while you're checking these guys out and as far as keeping up to date with updates on the band throughout the year I know most bands are using Instagram and you're on Instagram. Is that the primary source for updates?
0: Yeah, that's definitely the main spot to find what we're doing.
1: Excellent. So uh, we'll definitely send people there as well. And uh, this episode, some people might actually be watching this one on Instagram because we host them on Instagram and Facebook on top of all of the other streaming platforms now. So If you can't find this show, you're not looking for it. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) So I I mentioned uh, to you guys earlier too, uh, some of the live performance, we will be featuring some of that on the YouTube channel in the foreseeable future. So anyone that likes these two gentlemen, definitely keep an eye out for that. And if you were watching this and you're like, did they say harp? Did they say there was a harp on stage? Yep. It's in the videos, so hit subscribe. Keep an eye out for that. And I am curious as well with you guys. You mentioned Holland College, and I know a little bit about you guys now outside of this episode too. So is there plans, like there's school factors involved with some members of the band and where you're kind of scattered all over the place because of your responsibilities and commitments outside of music is there like a a light at the end of the tunnel do you have a timeline where you see like oh in like a year or two nobody's gonna have those commitments anymore and we're gonna find one part in the country that we all live
0: i mean i think that's what we want for sure (laughs) yeah we just gotta we gotta. I don't know about everybody, the other members. If if uh, I can't speak for if they,
2: sure, sure, if yeah. they
0: want to like dedicate their life to it, but <laughs> we definitely do, yeah. And uh, we want to make it so. We would we would want to make it so. Um. Everybody could, like yeah. That would, be, that would be the goal to to make it so it's like a, a sustainable, kind of creative outlet um
1: it's kind of nice for you guys to kind of start the way that you're starting because you're not going to get to a point where you're like well i'm moving away so the band has to break up like you already know it can be managed the way you're doing it so if anything any changes like that would just make it more efficient in the future
0: yeah i think also like we just kind of i think honestly like even if one of us weren't there like we'd still like the show could still happen. Like the other three members could
2: do the mm-hmm.
0: band <laughs> and like somebody else could sing and it could be cool. So like I don't know. I, I i hope that we could just continue and just like let it morph into whatever it can. Well
1: um, I, I'm I'm really excited about those things that you're saying because it makes it sound more like uh like the Mars, Mars volta or something like that that's more, they're a really good band, but it almost seems more like an art project or like a collective type thing where it's constantly evolving and yeah, the brand new EP that you're just rocking out to at home when you go see them live, it's not necessarily going to sound the same as what you heard at home.
0: For sure. So that's
1: it's, true. the future of live music depends on variety too, right? So right. that's really exciting. It gives you a unique advantage over some people in the digital era where people are striving to sound like they did on Spotify. Right. And they want they want that tight sound so that someone's like, oh, you nailed it. It sounds exactly like the CD or I guess people aren't listening to the CD as much, but right. it, looks, <laughs> it sounds a lot like the CD I would have put in if I had a CD player. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah so uh you guys do have plans for the future we will send people out to follow you on social media we do have more content outside of this interview coming here to our youtube channel but i also would like to make sure that you guys reach out in the future give me an update on what's going on with the band i'm assuming recording to release is a more complicated process that I'm appreciating in my head right now. <laughs> so you might not uh, have an immediate update, but definitely reach out and let me know what's going on with the band. For and sure. if you guys end up landing in Ontario, remember that you know the guy from East Coast DNA, so I can maintain your East Coast cred. Absolutely. We'll <laughs> make sure that you're still referred to as an East Coast band down here. Yep. Well, I'm very excited to hear more from you guys, but for listeners that have been following along and they want to know what the sound is that we've been describing this whole time, is there a song from your catalog that you would like to tag into the end of this episode?
0: Dummy. Yeah. I would say dummy. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So everyone stay tuned. Uh, you can have a nice audio listen. <laughs> and uh in a couple weeks time probably uh you'll see some live footage from these guys and links down below for anyone that wants to find them out on Bandcamp. camp spotify is easy enough i'm sure there's not too many bands out there called green eyes witch Hands. Yeah. you might we- even get away with just putting a comma in and seeing how many bands come up <laughs> i bet you it's a short list yeah, that's true well thanks again for your time and uh we'll be looking for you coming back down on the east coast with some live dates in probably late spring early summer i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm gonna assume maybe when school wraps up that there's an option yeah. to get some of you guys down here
0: yeah we'll be around
1: awesome yeah. thanks again and we'll
2: talk to you soon thank you very awesome. much thank you
0: So uh-huh. Sagging with my pants, so calling me an asshole. Got it in my blood, I try my best to keep it down. Love it, I don't give a fuck if I can suck it with my bad soul. Don't, Don't touch it.